0: Welcome to Gunner Trash Spooktacular 2013 Part 5, Rachel Rising by Terry Moore. My name is Eric. I am Jason. We don't have a guest. (laughs) It's weird. It is. Uh, Even though it was uh, predicted in the last uh, Gunner Trash uh, Halloween episode Uh, that there would not be a guest. I had some Claire ones prediction i mean you fucked up and told everybody that we didn't have a guest oh <laughs> i didn't know it was a secret eh. why was it a secret it necessarily wasn't a secret but uh, why mention it um i don't know because you're a fool maybe maybe by mentioning it, i was hoping somebody would be like well i'll be your guest and they would show up well then they would have had to read this and uh, <laughs> they'd have get their own copies and what if they didn't uh, want to go buy this book? That's true. Well, the library might have it. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah. But, but what if they didn't? It's true. That's true. <laughs> it would have been a dark time indeed. A very dark time. <laughs> uh, so this is doubly weird. We're doing uh, a guest list uh, a guest list Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing a comic instead of a movie. Is that a first? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. we've done horror comics, but never for Halloween. Have we done horror comics? Um, I i mean, we did another Dim- Ben Templesmith thing. That or? wasn't really a horror comic. That was a second. Yeah, that's true. Groom Lake. Didn't we do... Did we not? We never have? I... We did Evil Ernie. We well, did. you you did. <laughs> yeah okay we did that yeah um yeah maybe not anything uh, else though yeah because hey, i don't know i feel like uh, maybe we have i don't know it's uh wolfman the the astounding, astounding wolfman yeah. i mean that, that that's I a could, superhero book right or? i could see i could see that falling into straddling the categories right, right. But, but yeah but never just an actual horror right And uh, I'm going to say that there might be a reason for that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't particularly like horror comics. What? Yeah. What? Um... Okay. Oh, I bet I know. I bet it's similar to the noir thing. Like, we're... Like, I don't... You and noir. Yeah, like, I don't like noir comics as much because I think the music and the sounds are, like, integral. Right. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yep. That is 100% why right. I, I don't particularly care for horror comics cuz in my opinion cuz I like noir comics but but you're not a terrible fan of them. Right. Uh but but uh, yeah for me it's it's the exact same thing for for horror uh like like movies to me are like the perfect way to present a horror story. That's true. Because it's all about, you know, the, the tension and, like, the music can or cannot play a part. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. You know, you know, sound, you know, just, just you, know, uh, you know, sound design in general and, and the way you frame a shot, etc., etc. And with comics, like, you don't get any of that. And, like, you know, if you accidentally turn the wrong page or whatever, you <laughs> can have something spoiled <laughs> right. for you. And, like, like, there are no scares or anything yeah. like that in a horror comic that I find. Yeah, I mean, unless they did, you know, I mean, I guess you could do a page turn scare. You can, but... But but even that, it's not like it doesn't have the impact because this, you know, the sound is a key. Right. I I, I see what you mean. But I think this one, it's kind of good that it is kind of a subtle, you know, like a toned-down horror. It's not like it's, uh... Yeah, it's not over the top. Right. Um, so I guess we're getting into this. Oh, we are. Um, I think... Part of the thing about uh, Rachel Rising, at least, is that... Well, okay, I, I will say this uh, on behalf of uh, horror comics. I think there's one thing that they can do pretty well that... Uh, you know, on an equal level, at least, with, with a movie, is, like, visceral stuff. Like, like you know, just uncomfortable scenes or, or moments. Okay. Or just, like, flat out, just balls-to-the-wall gory or anything like that. Right, right. I mean, visually... Yeah, they could tackle that, right? But but I think the build up or suspense part of like I think that's integral to to making a horror story work. Uh, You just can't get in the comic, right? Uh, So this story, I think, yeah, it's definitely. uh, It's not so much about the scare or the suspension or uh, I'm sorry, the suspense or or that. It's about the characters, right? And just sort of a weird shit that's happening to them. Yeah, it's almost more like a I mean it is horror but it, but when you know, usually when I think horror I just think of like blood flying everywhere and right, crazy right. teeth teeth like you know, everywhere. Right, and, right. Um this is more like a supernatural kind of freaky kind of thing cuz it's right. it's kind of a mystery too where you're kind of like it kind of just throws you into the middle of this thing and you don't know exactly what's going on. Right. Um which is probably how our listeners feel whenever they turn on the show. <laughs> What's going on? What are they talking about? <laughs> we are nothing if not mysterious. Yeah, it's true. That's why. That's <laughs> why the dames have such you know interest. It's our mysterious allure. Um. So yeah, Rachel Risen, uh by Terry Moore. Yeah, we've uh, we've reviewed another book of his. Uh, we we did the first. Echo Trade Paper. paper. Yeah. Uh, I think with that, though, like uh, you read the first or whatever's in the trade, and I had the single issues, and I read the entire series. <laughs> right. Uh, I did not do that with this. I just read the, the first six issues here. Uh, even though I've been collecting the series, I think they're on like issue 22. Oh, or wow, really? Is it still going? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Terry Moore is uh, apparently a very... Uh, well, I don't know about very, but he is at least a uh, successful enough. Uh oh
1: know, yeah.
0: Independent comic creator. Yeah. Uh, self publisher, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm Which is cool. He, he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, he's a talented I, man. He is a talented man. He's a good artist. He's a good writer. He uh, he's clearly loves doing it. I mean this is his third series. Right. Where, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey. Third long Sustaining series. Yeah, I feel like he could totally be making more money doing art in a different medium. Sure. Yeah. O- or doing you know Avengers or something. Right. You know, if he. Yeah, remember. I mean he tried. Uh, there were a couple years back in the early two thousands where he was doing a little bit of work here and there. Oh really? DC. Yeah. Really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, he wrote. uh I, f- I want to say he wrote uh, the Spider Man or Mary Jane Love Spider Man series. That's right. Wow! Yeah, and I think he even wrote a couple of uh, couple of issues of uh, Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah, uh, back in the early two thousands. Huh. So I mean, he's he's dabbled, right? Yeah, and I know he's drawn some stuff for Marvel too. Wow! Uh, but but he's never fully done that, you know. It's not been his like main career, right? right. And and uh, you know, I mean, he's uh, with Stranger Than Paradise, you know. I mean, he, he clearly. Gained enough of a fan base that he could just do this, his own thing forever. And I mean, that's awesome. Who doesn't want to do that? Right? It's the dream, baby. And I mean, you know, he may have struggles that we're unaware of, you know, in doing that. Or he might sell drugs on the side. Sure, whatever. uh, He's doing it. Yeah, he's making it happen. You do what you need to, Walter White. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So what you're saying? Is that Terry Moore is the Walter White of comics? Basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, you know. We all know it. We just. <laughs> so, what's this book about? Uh, I don't know. I was going to look for credits to see who his Jesse Pinkman was. <laughs> <laughs> does he have a. Does he have like a inker? Editor or, or something? Oh, okay. It just says, uh,. Story at art by Terry Moore, so he's doing it all on his own. He's the man. Yeah. Uh, So the story uh, is about, uh, at least in the first six issues, uh, which is what we both read, uh, the the first trade, basically, Uh, is about a woman named Rachel who wakes up in a grave and uh, uh, she... uh, it's a sh- it's a shallow grave. It's a very shallow grave, and it's out in the middle of the woods. So she's able to... Yeah, yeah she, she claws her way out, and uh, she she manages to make it back home, and uh, just weird things are happening. Uh, most importantly is the fact that uh, she does not seem to be realizing this, but uh, she is dead. Right. Or, or at least, like, at one point in the story, it seems like somebody says, you know, well, we think you're dead, but you might actually be in some sort of stasis, like right, you know, like your nerves are not working, she's like halfway between alive and dead, very, very, very weak heartbeat, right, uh yeah, they mentioned at one point uh her heart beats about maybe six times a minute, yeah. which is uh apparently low, yeah, it seems low, <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, she can't really feel pain anymore. Uh, she's really not breathing. Her skin is cold to the touch. She's very pale, uh, and her eyes are completely bloodshot, as if I mean, and by bloodshot I don't mean like she you know drank heavily, right? She, you know, they are just just red, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's she's a and she also has a uh, strangulation wound of a rope, <laughs> right? Uh, her neck uh, so for all intents and purposes she is the walking dead right but not the tv show or the yeah. other <laughs> no no oh, yeah. yeah no copyright infringement there <laughs> yeah, and basically it's cool too because she can still you know she's more articulate than you or i even <laughs> which isn't saying a ton <laughs> no but, we but, are um, really just above the zombie, level. The zombie level right way. right yeah <laughs> uh, i mean and by that I also mean we are just below Return of the Living Dead zombie level. Right, yeah. yeah. So Like in between. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> yeah, at least we found our spot. Right. I mean, in any given situation, you and I would not be able to think far enough in advance to kill some cops and then call in oh, to send more cops. No, Maybe. no, not at all. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I I did see you take off all your clothes and dance on a gravestone once, but right. that was just a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd had one too many lemonades. But it was a sugar <laughs> rush. Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> so yeah, but it throws you in the first issue, and she's yeah. she's just digging her way out of this grave. And yeah, and uh, we don't know how she got there. We don't know uh, you know what exactly happened to her. But clearly she was murdered uh, and and uh, buried mm. in the shallow grave in the middle of nowhere. Right. Uh, but then uh, later on in the issue, a similar thing happens to some other characters, too. Oh, yeah. 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 So so there appears to be a pattern, maybe even a ritual of some sort? Yeah, and there's a very mysterious uh, lady who's kind of roaming around towards the beginning of the first issue and throughout all of them. Right. Who seems to have... Uh, some sort of connection, or I don't know, a a causing, or if just a knowledge of what's going on. Uh, yeah, she shows up, uh, and and only certain people can see her apparently. Oh yeah, that's yeah, important um, too. Um, but uh, yeah, she she's not directly responsible for any of it, but she is around while all of this crazy stuff is uh, happening. Yeah, her presence definitely coincides with all the horror. All right. And at one point, she actually appears, um, to Rachel, cause like you said, only certain people can see her. Rachel's one of the people who can see her, and she appears in some sort of, like, um, you know, ancient maiden garb. Well, I say ancient, but, uh, but ancient. Yeah, I mean, it looks yeah. like something from hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Right, right. But, not, not like, yeah, Sumerians. <laughs> no. But, but, um, and then, yeah, and she, she mentions, she calls her sister. Right. Which I thought, like, you know, they would go into more, but they didn't really in, in these issues, at right. least. You gotta, you, gotta wanna, you gotta stay hooked. Yeah, Just there's... Keep on right, because this isn't, like, the end of the story. I mean, right, it's like right. an ongoing it's thing. Volume 1. Right, one. yeah. And by if you will, I mean you will. Oh, you will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should. <laughs> <laughs> so, does that mean... Are you, you a fan of this? I am, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been... Like I said, I've been buying them anyway uh, from from the get Goop, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I'm a fan of his work. Oh yeah, like, like I read. Uh, I mean, I fell behind on *Strangers in Paradise*, and it has taken me a very long time to fill in on the, the gaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of haven't read that in years. I, to, I don't know why I've never read that book. Yeah, yeah I recommend it. Yeah. Very good. Uh, my my ex girlfriend actually bought me. I'm sure I talked about this when we, when we did that, like It sounds familiar. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, my ex-girlfriend bought me like the first seven trade paperbacks because she was such a fan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was like, at least read the first one and if you're not hooked, then, you know, I'll, you know, take them back, you know, or whatever. Right. And, uh, I read the first one and I was hooked. Right. And then like, then, like within a week, I had read all seven volumes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, yeah, I just sort of fell off of it for a while, and, and, uh, like, like, I've filled in some gaps within the past couple years or so of, like, the trades that I'm missing, Mm. uh, but then, you know, Echo, I was getting that from the get-go, and, uh, like I said, I read every issue of that when we (laughs) reviewed the first six. Uh, 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 So, yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a Terry Moore fan. Yeah. I'm a supporter. I, uh... I liked Echo. I thought it was decent. Yeah. Um, but I never did read anything past what we did for the right. show. Um, and I, like I said, I never have read Strangers of Paradise, but I like this one a lot. Like, I I think I would definitely, I'll definitely check out some more of these. Um, cool. because it is, I mean, it's like a real mysterious, weird, low key, subtle kind of horror story. Right. And it just has like a unique feel to it. It, it doesn't feel like, I don't know, most horror, anything yeah right, like right. comics or movies or whatever that I' read I think that's you know part of the Terry Moore thing is that he is always more focused on the character building, oh than yeah, has, like the overall he's great with and, that, yeah, Because, uh, I mean you get and I mean some of them are, are tropes of of characters he's done before, and right, uh, and you know it is one of those things where his art style is like a specific way, and like sometimes. Like, you know, some of the characters I thought looked like other characters from yeah. the other stories that he's done. Uh, or even within the same story I got a little confused. Right. Her. right, there was one or two times I was like, is that her? Right, yeah. Uh, like the girl that pops out of the the, there's a great scene where Rachel's in a bathroom and uh, this lady walks in and she is just, she's engaged her husband or her fiancé. Yeah. Oh, and that's a good saying. She, she was really excited about yeah. this jewelry that she gave her and Rachel helps her put it on, and uh, just as she touches her, she gets this vision, and she's like, "She's like, you will die, and not yeah, yeah. evil will haunt your body, and <laughs> uh, and like she doesn't even know those ladies. so it's not like she's just fucking with her friend. Right. That was great. It. And then this lady pops out of the stall, and I honestly, I thought it was her friend, her friend. the yeah. musician. But I thought then, so too. Then right. I realized they had different clothes on because her yeah. friend was still uh, out you know, jamming, right? Yeah. But they both had like dark hair and yeah, just, yeah similar face right uh yeah i mean yeah but i think that's a it's a problem with every artist though you know and, and just you know terry Moore unfortunately doesn't have the uh, the benefit of uh, having his Col- color color right if. yeah but you know not to say that he's a bad artist at all because because i really like oh his yeah work, oh yeah i think actually i kind of loved his work in this more than i've seen in those other books it's beautiful yeah uh, like especially all the because you know the grave is kind of in the mobile woods right. and there's a lot of awesome nature kind of scenes and then and then whenever they go to the city there's a lot of cityscape stuff that's really really cool so it's right. it's not even i mean his characters are definitely his strong points you know like the, he's got anatomy down right um and he likes to draw kind of curvaceous ladies which yeah. is you know Nothing wrong with Nothing that. wrong. Though. It's good good to look at, you know. No one no one turns that down. Right. Um But it's, you know, that's as strong suit as, you know, people. But in this, yeah, everything he draws looks amazing. Uh, there was uh, the scene, I can't remember the issue, but uh, where uh, Rachel is on the roof of a building, and uh, she winds up uh, falling off of it. <laughs> right. And, uh, like, but just... Like I was looking at like the detail on the buildings and on the roof and you know like like the bricks. And, oh yeah. And, you know, and I was just like, holy shit, this is great. Yeah, but it's cool too because it's not like it's not like Jeff Darrow style where he draws every single brick. It's just right, like right. he draws just enough of it to give you a feel oh, yeah. of everything. And then, you know what? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna digress here for a second. Oh, because the new Shaolin Cowboy just came out. Uh-huh. and I read it the other day. Uh, I mean, I love Jeff Darrow. He's great. But, oh yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Jeff Darrow, Jeff Darrow's a trickster. Oh. Jeff Darrow makes you think that he has drawn every last possible <laughs> detail. All right. He does not. Really? Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure that I understand. Like he draws a lot of detail. Uh huh. Like like, there's no denying that. But. He cheats on it a little bit. Ooh, really? And he's able to pull off to make you think that he has drawn every every single detail. I was say, like, I think he's drawn every brick on the buildings <laughs> I've watched, or, or that I've read. Right? Huh. Yeah. I think he he uh, he knows just when to pull enough back. Really? Yeah. Okay. He is a master. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unlike, let's say, Juan Jose Rip yeah i like that guy that guy's fine but he does draw every last detail and it's cluttered
1: yeah right but right. jeff
0: darrow is i don't think he has ever cluttered no and he draws that is a, bizarre too a yeah a ton of shit yeah but never cluttered it's You true. can always tell what's happening and what everything is well he draws a lot of uh thick lines on the edges of his characters too and yeah, they're like thin yeah, yeah, yeah and then like thin lines inside so right. like the thick lines are really good to separate everything right yeah, okay, I'll have to look I'll have to look at that. I mean not to say that he doesn't draw a lot of detail. Right, right. He does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Well yeah, there's no way you could argue that. Right. And there's no way anyone could argue that. Um I'd love to see a piece of artwork that someone compared Jeff Darrow's to to show you that Jeff Darrow doesn't draw a lot of detail. Right. I would love to see that piece of artwork. <laughs> um but yeah. That's cool. I'll yeah. check it out. But, yeah, uh, Terry Moore, he's he's uh, drawing a lot of detail here, but definitely not on a Jeff Darrow or Juan Jose Ripley right. level. Uh, just enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and that scene you are talking about where she falls off the roof, uh, one of my favorite drawn panels in the entire series was when she lands on the car. It's just amazing looking. Oh, yeah. Like, it, like I could almost hear it. Like, yeah. that's the scene I could almost, like, that. you know, the sound would add a lot, but I could almost actually hear Right. Hear the impact of her on on the car just because the way it was drawn. Right, yeah, I think that's a more of a visceral thing, and also a testament to you know his abilities as just a storyteller mm-hmm. to be able to capture the perfect moment on paper. Oh yeah, and I think there's not a ton of artists out there who can really do that well. Like I think Terry Moore obviously can do it well, uh, Eric Larson, uh, Mike Magnola and uh the guy draws a veggie dog saturn i can't remember his name uh, no he's kind of weak yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but he has more detail than darrow though that's well, sure, that's yeah, the best yeah. thing about <laughs> <laughs> uh um uh, rachel rising that's what we're talking about oh yeah rachel rising <laughs> um right. no, about that about the what was it about the car thing? Was it wasn't. to say something else about the car. I don't. I don't uh, the, oh, oh no, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Like you're talking about storytelling. Right. Um. There's even a lot of scenes where I mean, his his stories move really fast. I mean, I mean these comics are full of detail and full of dialogue, but, but I can read one in five minutes because they just move really, really fast. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like I actually read I think four of these issues like within a, an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, at least, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think it's, it is his storytelling style because everything kind of just, like, it doesn't slow you down at all. Like, every, every panel kind of just points you right to the next panel. Right. I mean, like, I even, I just, there's a scene where, you know, she turns on the shower head and, uh, and all you see is the shower head, but it's like pointed towards the next panel and it's pointed towards the next panel. It's, it's just everything has a great flow to it where, oh, yeah. He, <clears throat> he really knows how to lay out a, a page instead of, just laying on a panel yeah even like slow moments it's like uh, i'm actually looking at the car crashing panel now uh i mean yeah that's a great panel but like the following page is just sort of an aftermath shot oh yeah it's like three panels but like you know they're all just i mean they're just brilliantly done yeah i mean just to to give you just enough to know like what's happening what's happened and, uh, you know, just, just kind of slow the story down for just a second. Oh, yeah. Like after a big event. Right, right. Yeah, he's he's quite possibly a living master of, so. of the art form. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, again, he's been doing this for years now. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, what, there's like 100 issues of Strangers in Paradise That's crazy. I go, and... Wow, I didn't realize Strangers went that high. So there's like a dozen or more trades than... Like total trades, I think there's like... Anything. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Uh So you know you're only uh, you do something that long, you're, you're you're likely only going to get really good at it. That's like how our podcast gets better and better okay. every year. Yep. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to some of those early ones, right. it's like we're you would think we're dumb and we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, but you tune in now, and you're like honed professionals. <clears throat> oh yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's the uh, the ten thousand hour. Uh, all right. Right. You, you, to get really good at something, you have to do it for ten thousand hours. You're I mean, right. Clearly, just I mean, with the past month alone, yeah, we've got a thousand hours in right, here yeah. this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> so Aunt Johnny, uh-huh. what the hell? Uh, but what do you mean, what the hell? Why is it Aunt Johnny? It's a dude, right? No, it's not a dude. It's not. No. It's a lady, yeah, it's a lady. Okay, I'm guessing possibly, maybe. I don't know, lesbian. Well, that's kind what of, I kind of much, That's what I thought at first, but Johnny, like you know, uh, Joanna, you know, the uh, uh, you know it could be anything. Okay, know. okay, uh, I don't know, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm 99% sure it's a lady. I see. I was confused, like, because I read this twice. I read it, I read it, like all of it, like a week ago, one night. And uh, and then when I reread it in the last day or so, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe that's not a lady. Like I thought it was a lady the entire first time I read the series. Right. But this time I was like, no, it's a dude. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe it's a transgender situation. It's possible. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sticking with she's a lady and has some sort of feminine name that it can be shortened or, or... right. Nicknamed it to Johnny. Maybe I hadn't even thought about the transgender thing. That's possible too. It's entirely possible. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Go with Lady. All right. Yeah. And then, and then, is the is the doctor that appears uh, appears as his name, Doctor Seaman? That I'm not so sure about. It's like S E I M A N. Yeah. Um. I think when I first read it. That was the first thing that popped in my head. But then I forced myself to yeah. go for Simon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, Simon does kind of conjure up, um, you know, kind of brainy kind of characters, like from Alvin and the Chipmunks, for I sure. think, Simon. And, you know, when you think Dr. Seaman, you're like, like, oh, this is a... This is going to go horrible? This is a DVD that's $5 in the, <laughs> the porno store's bin. been Dr. Seaman. Well, Doctor Seaman, if that is his name, does seem to have some sort of uh, creepy side story going L- on. A little creepy, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't know what the deal with him is yet. Yeah, he seems creepy from the onset with his smile and his interest in Slayer songs, but then, <laughs> then like when you see his, <laughs> he keeps calling her the Angel of Death. Oh, okay. uh, but when, but, but then, yeah, when you actually. I get to see him away from the main characters doing his own thing. Right. Yeah, he's real creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super creepy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I think, I think we can all agree that people who smile too much are super creepy. Perspe- right. Yeah. Yeah. People who smile and have a bodily fluid as their last name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. Yeah, uh, and then there's uh there there's uh, a couple of subplots going on such as the uh, uh the, the, the woman that uh, Rachel meets in the uh, the bathroom uh, that she predicts her death. Oh yeah. Uh you know, and I I, you know, I honestly thought that was just going to be some kind of weird throwaway thing. Yeah. Like it's just us discovering that Rachel has this other ability that we didn't know about before. Right. Uh but but no, she becomes integral to to the story too. Yep. Yeah, uh, but also still a complete mystery as to what's exactly happening. But uh, it's also weird and gross. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she has a she has a a pet snake that does really cool things. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, then there's a little girl also who's involved. Zoe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zoe's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my favorite character in the book, actually. Huh? Yeah. She's she's great. She's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so we're getting, I mean, you know, it's a volume one where we're getting a lot of build up and, uh, set, piece, set pieces. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a master at giving you just enough that you feel like you're not being led around by your nose. Right. But there's so much mystery and it builds and builds as it goes. It's not like there's one mystery in the first issue and they're dragging it out. Right. It's, it's, it's really well done. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's weird. I mean, I guess that there's a little bit of uh, connective tissue uh, between them but uh, like I did that uh, solo review for for uh, the book revival uh, a couple months ago revival oh yeah, yeah that's right and, yeah you, know, uh, you were busy and uh, it was going to be my next gutter trash pick and then I read it and I was like it just wasn't satisfying right like a single volume uh, but I mean there there's a you know I mean they're both about people returning to life you know, after being dead. Okay. And just sort of the weird mystery surrounding like the circumstances of that and then other just weird, crazy, supernatural stuff that's happening. Uh, you know, both independent comics, etc. Right. Uh so like while reading Rachel Rising, I kept getting flashes of revival. And I mean there's still two like completely different types of stories. And I do recommend both. Okay. Uh but like I still strongly feel like like whatever the first volume of was of Revival just wasn't a good standalone thing. Right. Whereas I felt with this one, like even though there's no real conclusive ending to it, I still felt more satisfied with the six issues. That oh, yeah, for sure. It feels like, yeah, I mean, I think we've mentioned this, but on another book, I don't remember which one, but it feels like a season finale at the right. end of this, yeah. where you're like, you're like, wow, that was crazy. Um, there's obviously more, but, you know, it, it gives you that sort of, like, taste of closure, at least. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really well done. Very Man. Well done. Yeah. I might have to borrow some more of <clears> these from you. Or, uh, or I'll get them at the library if you're still reading them or whatever. I'll, uh, be more than happy to let you borrow them. Sweet. Sweet. I might, I might wait a while because, like, I don't know that I have an interest in, Reading any more horror related or watching any more horror related stuff for, for a few weeks. But, I understand. <laughs> right? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I feel like there was another character I was going to mention uh, that was cool. Who's, uh, Jet? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, who's probably my least favorite character so far. Really? Yeah. She has some of the, like, humor, though. Like, yeah. some Because, you know, it, it needs a little bit humor.
1: All right. Like but there is, there's a, a scene.
0: There, there's a thing that plays out with her that uh, is definitely gonna, you know. Be oh interesting. yeah, yeah. Uh, trying not to spoil too much. Yeah, we're trying. We're not trying to be like overtly, you know, weird and mysterious. But, but yeah, apparently, her and Jed have been friends since childhood. Right. And so. Uh, I mean, they do have a good rapport with each other. Right. But you know, like, like the character, I felt up to a point was not. Yeah, particularly interesting. I I liked her. I Actually, She's liked fine. that character. She's fine. Yeah. Um, the only yeah, I don't I don't know of any characters that I just wish weren't in there. I don't, I don't yeah. think there are any. The uh, the dude uh, Noah. The uh, the the Oh yeah the yeah. yeah yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to point at characters. See if you can. I, I like I love this guy that uh, works at the morgue. The the big burly. Yeah, I love that oh, guy. the guy he has like a sick mother or something, but I love that guy. Oh, I forget his name. I just saw him. I was flipping through one of these issues, but um, yeah, I mean, the, there's like 20 characters in this book, but um, and they they're all so distinct, you know. Right. Yeah, good stuff. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, me I'm glad too. I liked it. I I honestly didn't <clears throat> expect as much from this because I felt like horror would be. A genre Terry Moore might not, you know, might not be a strong suit, but right. but I think this is my favorite thing I've read by him. Um, right. Granted, this is the second thing I read by him, <laughs> sure. but but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think that that shows, you know, I mean, definitely that he's got a a lot of diverse tastes and is able to pull them off. Right, and, you know, "Strangers in Paradise" being, you know, like a romance slash crime comic, and "Echo" being, like, you know, hard sci-fi. And, and this definitely, you know,
1: that's supernatural a, mystery. That is
0: impressive, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he retains his style through all. Oh yeah, but yeah. I am, uh, you know, uh, I'm curious to see though because Echo apparently turned out to be in the Strangers in Paradise universe. Oh okay. Uh, like like in like, huh. towards the end of the the series, like there was a character revealed that had been a major player in the Strangers in Paradise. So I'd be curious to find if uh, if like this one does too winds up bringing in a character that would be player. that would be weird. Yeah. yeah, I mean she wasn't a major player in Echo, but it was just like, oh hey, just enough know, to yeah, yes. right. Hmm. Yeah, just whatever. So, so do whatever. you think? Oh, this wouldn't be too much of a spoiler, but um, basically, there's this the area where uh, where uh, the the graves are being built right. um being you know being dug or whatever um they they mentioned that it was once a witch graveyard like mm. there's a hundred witches buried there um what do you think that's gonna have to do with uh like it, is it like some sort of cursed ground and anyone anyone that's buried there comes to life is it could be that's I, don't that, I guess well because uh, i don't yeah uh, there's a character who doesn't get buried there who comes back to life too Oh, yeah. yeah? Is there? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure it does play a part, you know, in, in the goings-on. Uh, that's true. Although I honestly I don't, didn't remember that it was apparently a witch trial <laughs> <on> ground until <laughs> you just set it down. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe it's not a major pop point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure... I just remember, well, they mentioned, because this might jar, because... Uh, uh, when Uncle Johnny, right, hey, and Johnny. Johnny goes there with uh with Rachel, um, they, he says something. She says something about <laughs> about um. It's weird that all the teenagers make out at at this okay. at the place okay. where all these witches were buried or something. Um, and he says it's a hundred years ago, or she <laughs> she says it's a hundred years ago, which <laughs> I swear I'm not doing that on purpose. She says it's 100 years ago, which makes me think, since it's exactly 100 years ago, maybe that's part of some sort of spell or something. Very well could be. I mean, uh, I mean yeah, if it gets mentioned, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's going to pay off at some point, right? right. You would think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good storyteller, so I would think so. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm sure it has something to do with it. It would be interesting to, to see this unfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, this would make a good movie make a good movie it's actually i believe been developed for a tv show it's oh really been. okay uh, so I mean, this could very well be the next walking dead i hope so uh, i just hope charlie adler doesn't start drawing it a... such an ass <laughs> 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 uh, yeah good stuff i yeah, like, very I like good it stuff. Very quite a stuff. quite a good a good read very yeah. good read well uh we have the option here of taking a break or we can just uh keep going and uh just uh, do a little chit chat here wrap things up yeah sure our final uh final Halloween thing final wow Halloween it's crazy it's yeah. crazy I think, uh I think it went well so far, yeah, I had a good time yeah yeah i mean, I mean it was uh it was it was a crazy month for us it was yeah you know, uh between uh uh, you know my my own personal stuff with my dad, and then trying to cram in uh, apparently as many podcasts as I could <laughs> in a week. Right? <laughs> you want you were going for a Guinness record, but you fell a couple shy. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I mean, yeah, with my dad uh, going on, you know, I I honestly I did think that like I might have to skip a week on something. Oh yeah, or, but you we know, managed to pull it off. Good for us. Yeah, and. uh uh i would say for for next halloween uh definitely we shouldn't do five <laughs> no this this was a mistake right yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> maybe we could just make all of the regular ones halloween episodes and do one extra bonus halloween episode. that sounds so we do to a plan. so we do five total yeah and they're all halloween yeah, yeah. that makes more sense yeah. Uh, yeah i like that as if we'll both be alive next halloween that's true yeah yeah. If you die first, though, I will drag you to a forest and bury you in a shallow grave. I promise. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'll do the same for you. Sweet. Yeah. Just don't, don't burn my body. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, we've, we've pretty much talked about all of our Halloween plans up to this point. Yeah, I didn't, I don't think anything's happened Halloween- Wise that uh I didn't mention I don't think I'm gonna get to carve a jack lantern this year. And it's the one thing you've been talking about. But you know what? I I uh I am gonna like it's kinda become a tradition for me to carve a jack lantern even if I'm the only person in the house doing it. Right. Um and, and like right. usually a lot of times I would go to my friends Michelle and Tracy's house and carve with them. Right. Um Michelle is actually in the hospital and we'll be past Halloween. Right. So so we're not gonna do that this year. Um, so there is one other thing though, that I haven't been able to do the last probably three or four years, Did maybe. <laughs> no, I've done <laughs> that every year. No, but I'm I'm excited because I, I, I always like either I'm doing something else. Like I was working at one point. Can you believe it? Or, or I just forgot. But, uh, this Thursday at eight o'clock on Halloween night, uh, the, it's a great, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown will be on. Mm. And uh, I'm going to watch that because I haven't seen it in years. It's been years. Yeah, so, it. so I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Not, not a fan. No. Of that, particularly, or Charlie Brown in general, or what? Charlie Brown in general. Really? really? That surprises me. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Just, uh, not a Peanuts guy. You know, I I never did, really have been either. I didn't like the uh, cartoons that much at all when I was a kid. I mean, I'd watch them because I'd watch any cartoon, but they were not my favorite cartoons. Right. Um, but I love them now, and, uh, and I've always loved the actual comic. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I had, like, some Snoopy stuff when I was a kid, but, I mean, yeah, just, I was never a Peanuts guy. I had a Snoopy toothbrush and, uh, soap holder. Uh (laughs) Uh, I, when I was in kindergarten, and my parents still have it. Uh, in, in in my old bedroom at their house. Uh, I took a tin can uh, and turned it into a Snoopy head and it's a pencil holder. Aww. How did you do, would you draw a picture of Snoopy? Uh, no, you wrapped it in uh, white construction paper, uh, glued like some pink construction paper with, or not pink, but like uh, black construction paper. For ears, Okay. And like one of those weird like styrofoam, like hard styrofoam coffee cups or something no uh, it's uh it's like i uh, wish i could describe it it's 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 a, it's like a ball okay uh and it's uh like, like, i think like some people use them for like christmas decorations yeah. oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a uh, cut in half and then glued it on the the front of it and then for snout? a little piece of cotton on the, the oh, top of my for That's and, awesome. And then paper eyes. That's awesome that they still have it. Oh, yeah. I still have the uh, soap dish and the toothbrush. Right. Yeah. I saw them when I was cleaning out the basement. Uh, there may be a Snoopy magnet on my parents' uh, fridge holding, like, you know, emergency numbers <laughs> to call. <laughs> right. In some case one of them had a yeah. Right. So. Like a MetLife thing or? Uh, no. Like, just like an actual Snoopy? When I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, ever have, like, Joe Cool t shirts or anything. Yeah. I did. I totally okay. had Joe Cool t shirts. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Is <laughs> that <It's> an insult? <laughs> we better not say. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, uh, I mean, you know, like, honestly, like, I've never really been huge into comic strips. Really? Okay. It yeah. surprises me. Like, uh, I mean, uh, I liked Sloan Garfield. Bloom County, probably? No? No, really? No. Farside? Uh, side of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah, like, You're a Dilbert guy, I can tell, right? Uh, like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, probably like eight, seven or eight, like, I, I was, like, cutting out comic strips and, like, pasting them, like, in a book. And oh, stuff, yeah, but yeah. Like, never for long enough, and, like, I don't think I even read half of them. Right. Uh, like, yeah, I just... It's just sort of a, uh, a different medium of, of comics. Oh, that it, that it, to- it totally is different. And I I honestly have always loved comic strips. Like, I've, I have even had, like, Heathcliff collections and Garfield collections and Farside collections when I was a kid and Calvin Hobbes. But um, I've always read them. Like, even the ones I didn't like. Right. Like, I would read them, and I still read the ones I don't like. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it totally is different um and i like, mean i'm impressed by it like, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong like anyone who like on a daily basis can do three panel right. jokes yeah right you know and then like a barrel on on sundays like like that's super impressive that that could be done right but like, I, it seems so unnerving like you know like how they how they say uh postal workers get that fear like you know, like, it then the mail never stops. Right. Like, it would be that for me if I had to do it every day, where, uh, I'd be, I'd be, I would, I would love to try it, but I would be so afraid that, like, every day I'd be like, oh my God, it, there's something due at the end of the day, right, you know, yeah, and yeah. it has to be finished. I mean, you know, like I do the sketch a day thing, and, uh, it's yeah, yeah. unnerving to me at that time. It know. would be, it would be like that, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, what I do is just stupid bullshit. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, like, like I've just never gotten into comic strips and, and I think like as an extension of that, I never even got into like any web comics. Right. Like, like it's just something that's not for me. Yeah. American Elf is the only web comic I really got into, but I would honestly say I'm more into comic strips than I've ever been. And like, like usually I would rather read just, a, I would rather sit down with a book of comic strips and read that than I would actual comics. Like usually, um, like, I was actually reading some shoe yesterday while I was taking a dump. I have a collection of shoe comics. No, yeah, that's perfect. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, okay, like, I have bought, or not bought, but, like, you know, gotten it from the library, you know, especially when I was younger, like, you know, Garfield collections. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, uh, one of my friends lent me, like, one of the, like, giant collections of Calvin and Hobbes strips. Oh, yeah. Those uh, are good. And, you know like i would always check out like the the far side collections you know, from the library or whatever and uh, i i always enjoyed reading those like like as a collection right right you know, but like just on a daily basis like i i just i don't I can't do it <laughs> Yeah it's good stuff this might be an excellent time for me to plug something i've never plugged on here Ooh. i i actually do a comic strip um that i've only done for like i don't know three or four months now uh-huh. um, once every other week you can if you're in the Dayton area pick up uh, uh, that needs to be specified yeah only if you're in the Dayton area <laughs> well but the Dayton area is is huge because it goes from like Springboro to Tip City sure but we have listeners in Chicago uh, right. North Carolina well well those list those listeners can see it online because it's a uh, it's called telephone magazine um, it's a free magazine. It's kind of like an artsier city paper kind of thing, um, and it's all over the place. But if it's you, free, and it's free, yeah. so that tells you the quality. Of it. <laughs> it's a free arts magazine. Hey, you know that doesn't necessarily. No, mean it necessarily. And uh, but you can also read it online at telephoneweekly dot com, right. and they they update it every week. So, um, or every been other been week. Every other week. Right. Yeah. And how long have you been doing this? Um. I was still working when I started it. So, uh, like, July-ish? Yeah, July, August, July, yeah, yeah I think right. so, yeah. And, um, how often have you been paid for this? <laughs> uh, I'm up to date. I'm currently up to date. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't want to go into that. There, there, was a, there was a a brief period where I think they forgot that they were supposed to be paypal and me the, uh, the, uh, fee, but, but uh, we're all good now. All right, Everything's right. kosher. So, so, you are a professional cartoonist. I am literally a professional cartoonist. Now making $20 a month. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Uh, no, is it, is that what it is? Yeah, you're right. Cause it's every other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's all, that's all I need. You know? That's like 20 cans of beans right sure, there. Yes. Yeah. Almost one per day. <laughs> If I spaced it out and have like five eighths of a can per day, right. I'm good. <clears throat> for life, <throat> baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm actually I'm actually gonna hopefully put a collection together and print it up for space. Yeah. So well there we go. Yeah. yeah. So something that everybody could read for free, you're gonna then put together in a yeah. book and charge money for. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like American Elf, right? right like yeah. I, I, like I couldn't. I don't know why I couldn't pass it up. When I worked at Mavericks, and they would put out collections of like these are all online for free, and I've read them all right. already. But I'm like, oh, I'll buy it. I might want to read it again when I'm, you know, like, not near a computer. Right, you know? yeah. So, that's hey, weird. It works sometimes. Yeah, some people will do that and, and be successful. Well, I'm. That. I'm also gonna add an extra. The back cover is uh, gonna yeah. be yeah. A, a color Sunday style strip. Exclusive content. That's right. To me. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll get the bastards one way or the other. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah. It's called Revolve, by Revolve. the way. Yeah, the comic strip. There. All right. So uh, thanks for letting me plug yeah, away. No problem. I mm. um, surprised that we hadn't done it until now. Yeah, me too, actually. I don't know why. Uh, I uh, Shame. I, I was waiting for you to bring it up. Mostly shame. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed for you. And of me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so, uh, you know, we. Uh, its There's probably one person we should have on the show for a Halloween special that uh, just, you know, I mean, it's going to be impossible to ever get him here. But, uh, you know, Kurt Dims would be perfect for one of these. Oh, yes, he would. Uh, he likes the horror. He does love the horror, and I know he does it big for Halloween. Hmm. Like, like he goes the full. Like like you know, know what 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 crazy people do for Christmas. Oh really? He, he does well, this, for Halloween. He, does he have like a backyard haunted house and all that? I uh, wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I imagine he does. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I imagine that. Uh, well, I mean, that's just year round anyway. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. It's the neighborhood he lives in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what he's really doing down in that pungent basement. No, place. right. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that lives in something that is a self-proclaimed, you know, pungent basement, right? Exactly. He's got to, he's got to be a dirty, filthy horror lover. <laughs> Who a horror horror, horror. Okay, lover? Right, right. Yes. Right. I mean, he's probably also a filthy horror. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> that's just between him and his wife, I guess. Yeah. What? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't that know. That I don't know. know what's I don't know. I would think if he was a horror. He would be out on the street with, you know, anonymous people. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, just his business. Oh, you're yeah, right, right, okay. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, because she's privy to all the right, right, behind-the-curtain right. yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. She's, she's a pimp, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. She does have a fuzzy hat, doesn't she? Does she wear a fuzzy hat? I don't know. I have never seen her. Yeah, nice no <laughs> 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 picture her with a fuzzy hat and a cane. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a maybe a collared jacket you know right right right. right. leopard leopard. oh yeah you gotta go cane right the uh with the money symbol on the, uh, <laughs> right. On the handle, right yeah. and the uh the uh the uh, uh platform boots with the uh, the goldfish swimming around in them oh that's that's pretty good yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good i've honestly just described a uh, character from a comic i came up with when i was a senior <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Pimp lady, Uh, lady pimp, something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, Uh, there was a whole team. Uh, Funk man and the Legion of Funk, (laughs) and uh, yeah, there was you know, Pimp Lady, and uh, she uh, had goldfish in her shoes. She did. Yeah, nice. Uh, There was a a character named Big Mountain who was a Rastafarian who uh, was just a skinny stoner dude, but he had super strength. (laughs) Nice. Wow. Uh, Yeah, there was a a thing that happened once. I'd love to see that. I I don't know that I have any of that floating around anymore. I showed you all my shitty artwork from my childhood. Yeah. So I'd love to see you dig some of that. up. If I can find it, I will definitely show it to you. Sweet. But you mentioned Kurt. Are we going to go visit him? Uh, Unfortunately, we can't. Uh, I mean, I would like to eventually again. Yeah. I mean, mostly just for a chance to go back to Chicago. I'd enjoy that. But then Kurt is just sort of a, a side effect of that. He's the uh, he's the after-dinner mint. Yeah. to our Chicago dining right, experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, since we can't actually have Kurt here on the show with us, I uh, figured we'd uh, go ahead and play one of his uh, micro-interviews. Sweet micro-interview. Yeah, so take it away, Kurt. Yeah. This is Kurt Dins for the Gutter Trash Podcasting Network, and I'm at Horror Hound Cincinnati. I'm here with Baron Von Porkchop. Today we'll be doing the three questions, while the one question, he's had three choices, and here is his question and or answer. Uh, I think the question was, what was my first job, right? Yes, correct. My first job ever, when I was a wee lad back in, back in Germany, I um was a meat chopper. I chopped meat, dead meat, and then we would throw them into a big vat and uh, people would buy it from us. There you have it. Thank you. Thanks, Kurt. Yeah. You're the man. You are the man. Hope hope he's got kids, right? He's right. got two right. kids. Right. So you going to take them uh, trick or treating? Yeah. Does he say? I don't know, I don't know how old his kids are. Maybe they're too old for trick-or-treating now you're never too old for Uh, unless you live in my family right i was 12 when they told me to stop trick-or-treating you know it is is a little off-putting when you see like the uh high schoolers age dudes yeah but you know like like i said i was 12 when when you know it was decided that i shouldn't go trick-or-treating anymore right and but you know i mean i'm a i'm a big dude uh like like you know, not just as a giant fat ass, but you know, as a I'm a tall guy, right? Right. right. And so, like, like I'm six three now, but like even when I was twelve, I was like maybe five eleven, right? And yeah. <laughs> so they thought you were older. Yeah, and so I got a lot of that, like when I, when I was going around trick or treating. Still, so like you're too old to be tricking, even though I was wearing a full mask. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, you know, uh, I got a lot of that. And that kind of upset me a little bit because was twelve. You still like candy? Yeah. yeah. At 35, I still like candy. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it seems like high school would be the cutoff. Like, once you start high school, it's like, okay. Right, yeah. You can still buy the candy and eat it. Right, right. But, you know, you're probably going to be driving soon. You don't really need to be trick-or-treating. Yeah, if you're looking forward to getting your driver's permit, that's probably when you should stop (laughs) trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because there's there's like two motivators in life. There's the candy phase, and then there's the pussy phase right? and the driving is you know you don't We're really a good instigator yeah that. yeah you can't really say that you want to drive for any other reason than to get the pussy right exactly. um and, and I mean, like, that never worked for me but you know i can't deny that maybe you didn't have a sweet ass ride like i did not i, I had a geo prism see i had a Subaru, or it was uh was it a subaru uh station wagon <laughs> it was a chick magnet you got plenty of room in the back to lay down that's right yeah. that's right I uh, I had no room in the back for anything. It's oh, too it bad. It was a geo principle. See, yeah, that was, a, that was a bad... I mean, you should get got, like, a van or something. <clears throat> I don't know yeah. the way to go. What could you do? My second car was a van. <laughs> I was like, the station <laughs> range is not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was a minivan, but, you know, I was a small guy, right. so it was big enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, you know trick-or-treating something i don't know what were we yeah talking? yeah yeah we got, we got distracted oh by oh kurt uh wonder if he's taking his kids trick-or-treating oh yeah i, I yeah, hope yeah. so that'd yeah, be cool that'd be cool if. Uh, yeah again if they're going know. yeah i imagine kurt has fun uh, if he's the guy that uh, takes them out oh yeah uh, maybe his wife does i don't know uh what would a kurt prefer? does he prefer to give out the candy or does he prefer to be out with his kids uh trick-or-treating i see if i had kids i would love to take them out but right. i but i do love I do love sitting at home, passing out candy. Right. You know that is fun. I mean, you know, they both involve. You know, I mean, if you think about it, both of them could be construed as work. <laughs> right. Keeping on my kids, or I gonna hand out candy to all these kids. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I'm sure. Kurt probably even uh, would prefer to just you know dress up and go trick or treating himself. Oh yeah. yeah, as a man in his uh, late thirties, early forties, yeah, it yeah, probably would get frowned upon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if like small people, like dwarfs and midgets, if they can just trick or treat right. forever, right. you know? Because right. they're in costume, right. they're small. Right. Yeah, man, see, there's always a silver lining. Peter Dinklage is out there just raking in candy. Who's that? He's a midget actor. Okay. <laughs> and uh, apparently Kurt's favorite person in the world. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Um, that's, that's sort of why I mentioned it. Well, He should go as that guy for <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> 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 I don't know how you would do that. Uh, but. I don't know Put some shoes on your knees and uh, yeah, there you, you go. just have to walk around like that. And I'm sure that would be painful oh. after a while. Oh, maybe. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, all right, if uh, if if we were the kind of people who uh, would uh, have social lives and uh, you know have what uh, what is stereotypically thought of as fun, mm-hmm. uh, and we got invited to like costume parties or something like that, what would you go as? Um, I I always liked making up my own character. Uh-huh. Like I remember once I went as Clarence the evil mime, and I just went as a mime. <laughs> And uh, and I just you know painted my my face up, and then I like sprayed blood all over me, and I carried around this like, you know, fake sickle, right. uh, and I like had a sign hanging around my neck that said Clarence the Evil Mom, and I didn't speak the entire night. Like I hung out with my friends, and it was like six hours of not saying a word. It was great. <laughs> like, like I kind of like after that night, I was like, man, I should do that all the time. I just take a vow of silence today. Right. Um, but I would probably yeah just come make up a superhero or supervillain or something. That's cool. You know, uh, the, the the mime thing that reminds me of what happened to us yesterday. What happened yesterday? When we uh, went to go get uh, Chinese food. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Uh, the guy was sitting across from us, and he looked like he wanted to have a conversation with us. Oh, my day gosh. Day. Yeah, he was, like, waiting on his food as well. Yeah. And But he just looked so, like... Like, like he was a talker. Like he oh, yeah, yeah. He was talking to, like, the guy at the counter. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah uh but but yeah he he definitely wanted to have some sort of conversation with us (laughs) and uh we uh like i think you put your head in your hands basically like i leaned down for a while like i was just staring at the floor like like we were clearly like there together yeah and like not talking to each other (laughs) right So yeah. I think you got the clue that we just weren't going to be having any of it. Yeah, but he was like three feet away. Yeah. And I swear, like, I could feel his gaze. <laughs> and like, and like, I don't mind, like, I really don't mind talking to people in public. Like, if I'm waiting on my food or something, like, you know, hey, nice weather and blah, blah, blah. But I, I just got the feeling that this guy was going to be like asking all kinds of questions right. and like loudly commenting on everything. And I was just like, I, I just want to get my tofu and get out of here. Right. You know. I don't know if I mentioned it uh in, in our last actual gutter trash episode but you know uh last week when I went uh, I went to the restaurant across the street at the uh, the grocery store and uh like I was waiting on my food and this guy came in and he like sat down like two seats away from me and like like he was fidgeting around a lot and like like he was trying to like get himself settled and then he like, <laughs> finally did and like I was just You know, just waiting on my food, and, like, I was looking at my phone, uh, because, like, my mom was calling me, and and, then my my friend Amanda was texting me, and so, like, things were happening. You weren't just, like, doing that, oh, I'm using my phone thing. No, yeah. You really were. Yeah. And so, like, I'm looking at my phone, and uh, I think I maybe looked up at the TV at one point, and, like, he was like, so, Cincinnati's got a big weekend ahead of them. (laughs) And uh, just went back to my phone because clearly he wasn't talking to me, <laughs> were there any other people in there? Nope, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean there was I wasn't wearing anything Cincinnati related I right. was busy on my phone. There was nothing that could have given him any hints that uh I would be interested in any kind of situation but sh- but you looked at that t v we would discuss Cincinnati. <laughs> You looked at the TV. And I clearly... don't really necessarily know what he was talking about Cincinnati-wise. Right. Uh, like, maybe he knew that I work there in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I'm going to guess he was probably talking about the Bengals. Right. Because uh, baseball's over. Baseball is mostly over. The yeah. World, World Series is at least, at least for the Reds, it's Oh, over. for the Reds, yeah. it's been over for uh, yeah. a couple weeks, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, cl- I clearly could not have possibly been talking about <laughs> right. so Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's weird because it's just certain certain times you don't feel like talking. Yeah. You know, like sometimes I really don't mind. And I've I've actually met people you know just talking in public. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, but yeah. for me it's all the time. I don't want to talk to anyone all the time ever. <laughs> right. All right. If you talk to me in public and I don't know you, then something is wrong with you. <laughs> what if they're like you know, sir, your car's on fire. That's fine. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, superhero or something. That's what? what you'd be. Yeah. yeah. How about you? How about you? Uh, you know, the the very last time that I had thought about making any sort of Halloween plans or whatever, uh, that that uh, I then uh, uh, fell through and then have uh, fallen through forever. Uh, but, like, back when my my ex-girlfriend and I started dating, uh, like, she had this big plan, and then she bailed on me. Uh, why did I date her for so long? Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> because I loved her. Uh, but uh, I was going to dress up as the American Scream from the uh, Peter Milligan uh, Shade the Changing Man nice. uh, series. Uh, I was going to try to find, like, a just a ratty like red suits or something like that and then like you know make it dirty and I had a uh, I had like a big uh American flag uh, like top hat thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, just sort of, you know get like a skull mask or something like that. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. No like nobody would get it, but they would just be like, Oh he's some kooky Halloween right, yeah. monster. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 The one guy that did get it though yeah. he he would approach you in public and be like, Don't talk to me Yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember. Was I more social 12 years ago? I don't think I really knew yeah. you back then. Yeah, we knew each other 12 years ago, huh? I was working at Mavericks. Okay, that was 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's been a it's been a fun Halloween season. It has been. Um, I've enjoyed all this. I've as well. I mean, you know. Maybe not some of the stuff that we we viewed, but uh, right, right. You know, uh, I enjoyed the, the act of doing it, so right, than talking about it, yeah, and hanging out with some good people, mm-hmm. mostly. <laughs> they are all good people, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all fine. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm not even sure which one you were jokingly referring to. Oh, oh I think you could yeah. probably guess. <laughs> okay, I think yeah, I know who yeah, you're um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take off here and, uh, I just want to thank the listener for putting up with all this bullshit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to thank, uh, Amanda Thomas for coming on the show, uh, first time guest. Yeah. I want to thank, um, our, our regular Halloween contributor, Matt Brasfield. You can't have a Halloween without a Matt Brasfield. It's really not Halloween without Matt Brasfield. Right, Brassfield. yeah. Uh, then, uh, second time guest, Stephen Alexander, uh. Of course, our other uh, uh, Halloween regular, Kathleen Coyle, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and Joe uh, G. Yeah. For uh, who, who apparently fucking now just loves Spider Baby. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's super awesome. It, it was like, and fermenting and gestating in his body. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been fun, uh, and I have to be okay. Lovely. Horribly. Oh, yeah. Well, you go do that, All right. and uh I might—I uh, don't know what I'll do. I'll—I'll uh, I'll just sit here in silence. Okay. Just <laughs> <Thanks> for listening. <laughs> See you next year. Yeah. Or tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody.